Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 15, The Road to Borges. Leaving Karami and the burdens of the Bard's Rebellion behind, you head north to the city of Borges where you hope to find a ship willing to ferry you to the northeastern coast of Sarakar. This trip would allow you to reach the Temple of St. Phaleron much quicker than the circuitous land route south past Honey Hollow, then back north, through lands even Sam would call less civilized. What are you doing during this trip? It's not a super long trip, but there's enough days here where if you're doing something in particular... Whittling. Whittling. That's right, Darwin Whittles. Wrong about that. Right now. Darwin returns to whittling, a reminder of simpler times. I make people annoying little presents that, like, are kind of useless. Feel too bad to throw away. Like? Like a paperweight or a hand carved duck. Right. This a lot of work went into it, so I won't throw it away, but it's kind of useless. Or a wooden dagger, which is equally useless. Right? Ooh, Very cool. A wooden dagger named Steve. What was the name of his raker? Okay. Anybody else do that? I believe I'm going to spend it tooling with my gauntlet. I'm going to figure out ways to improve it, to replicate it. It's just becoming a hobby when I have nothing else to do. <laughs> Don't be a jerk, Scott. No, I just... I like that you're going into looking into your gauntlet and how you could improve it or alter it after you leave the city where a guild hall is being made and there's actual guild information on this tool that you have. So instead you're just going to learn this all on the fly. Well, it's not so much like... it's They all need something to occupy their mind. Okay. This is something that they don't know anything about. So it will fully occupy their mind. You get a good understanding of how it works as it is. Maybe not how to change it. You might need a manual or one of your guild craftsmen. But you understand it as is. Aranis, what are you doing? In the times when Sam says it's not particularly dangerous, I'm probably just playing, moving around with my Luke, getting to know it. It's been safe this whole time. Awkwardly. So you're just up there at the front of the wagon playing your Luke for days on end? Why not? That's what I do. No one's opportunity to play it enough during rebellion, so I guess. No one's really complaining. Well, Earl, Earl, Olwan. Sam and Sniffins, they're not complaining. I can't speak for these two. They're not complaining. Darwin's not complaining. 
bad. Yeah. So bad that it hurts. Yeah. And then it would just be like, a, hey, Arnis, did you tune it this morning? I don't usually play that late. I don't usually. Okay. I mean, occasionally. So you're all just in your own little hobbies, tinkering way. As you make your way to Borges, the days get warmer and longer, with the dwindling mountain range to your right and open lands to your left leading to the bay. Your days are relatively peaceful. Now and then, you pass a cabin, a ranch, and even a few small farms. It's about half a day past one of these farms that you see a wagon stopped in the middle of the road ahead, surrounded by a group of people on foot. What do you do? Well, I'm assuming I'm riding in the back of the last wagon like I tend to do, so I don't know what's going on. Word gets passed down to everybody in the wagons, don't worry. If Aranis doesn't say anything, Sam will say something. Oh, I will. I do what Vale does, and I hop down off the wagon, and I, our wagon may be behind, and I sneak into the woods to kind of sneak up on them. <clears throat> There's not too much of a tree line nearby. There's some small plants, uh, some that you might be able to hide behind, but you can roll a stealth. Let me go with the middle of the Can you use your tray? You can use the tray. That's not good. I like your tray. I regret that you use the tray. 26. Okay. Bale slinks off into the vegetation on the right-hand side of the road and is unseen. And you continue forward. Sam starts slowing down the wagon, though, as you're about 150 feet away. He's not sure what to make of this. If those people have noticed your wagon approaching, they haven't turned to acknowledge you yet. They are focused on the wagon in front of them. And as you get closer, yes, you can certainly hear some very agitated voices and some scared voices as well. It seems like these people on foot are up to no good. Alright. Well, we've got a sneaky friend, so I'm going to purposefully be not sneaky. You're on a big-ass wagon with horses. Good luck. I mean, I know know we're not going to be sneaky anyway, but I'm going to be, like, overtly not sneaky. Hello, friends. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to be purposefully not sneaky. As you get within speaking distance... Sam slows the wagons down to a halt, about 50 feet away, giving you enough room to discuss, but keeping you relatively safe in case anything goes down. And as you announce your presence and address these people, a few of them turn around, and you can see some of the members of this group in front of the wagon. There are a couple of humans, a couple of halflings, and quite a sizable ogre with them. Oh dear. No ogre. Oh, deers have antlers. Sorry. Oh, deers have oh, antlers. <laughs> Oatlers. Oatlers. <laughs> I love us. Um, and uh, Vale, since you're approaching from the side, you can see that there are a couple more behind the wagon as well, ready to take things off of this wagon in case uh, these fine folk give up their goods. From the place that we are, can we see if the people robbing the wagon are like holding the other people hostage? Like, do they have them bound up? Can we tell? Oh, they're not holding them hostage. Okay. These bandits, so to speak, appear to have very crude weapons. Okay. Um, definitely not of military make. But the owners of the wagon are still seated upon it. Okay. Uh, a couple of older people, 60s-ish maybe, men and a woman. A bunch of goods on the back of their wagon, covered in a tarp. Okay. They look afraid. Okay, well, yeah. I just want action had been taken against them, if we could tell. Oh, and as you say hello, one of the humans will just turn around and say, you can go around. 
little road trouble, that's all. Go around. It waves you up past. Oh, um... Yeah. Bit of a, uh... Bit of a problem there, bud. Because, uh... Looks like the wheels are all on that wagon. Horse is, uh... Hitched up fine. What seems to be the trouble? Oh, in there, uh... Hmm, how do I don't say this? <laughs> it seems they're carrying a little too much cargo. The horses just can't pull it anymore. We want to lighten their load. Ah, and I'm going to look at the folks in the wagon. And, uh, they have your consent to do this, yes? They just look afraid. They're not yeah. responding. Oh, I'm sure they're not. <clears throat> Well, it seems we're at an impasse. I'm not sure these folks want their load lightened. And uh, you can just impasse along, <laughs> and we'll have a good day. Hmm. No. Say we will pass. <laughs> we shall not pass. Well, if you want to leave your wagon behind too, that's fine. We could use more. We could lighten your load as well. Oh. Oh, friend, I don't think that was part of the deal. Or you could turn around, that works too. No, 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 no. Again, you you misunderstand me. I, I apologize for being opaque. I'm not ogre. <laughs> <laughs> Bale said that, and they are not within hearing. That was not me. Bale um, thinks it. Bale <laughs> Bale's hilarious to themselves right now, off in the plants. You just hear it. You don't hear it. <laughs> you see a shrub just shake. <laughs> Um, oh, friend, you misunderstand me. No, no, we're not going to go around. We're not going to go back. We're not going to leave our wagon for you. You need to leave these people alone. We will. No, I mean, like, now. We just need a few minutes. No. Yes. <sighs> you need to either persuade him to leave or let me shoot him. I, I just want to say, from their vantage point... We're nobody. You're just a person on a wagon with a loot and a dude. Yeah, because I haven't given them any reason to believe I'm a threat. I've got a loot. Save uh, your name holds threat. <laughs> that's actually what I was going to do. Um, we're not too far outside of town. Have you heard of the, uh... <clears throat> you heard about what's been happening in Karami? Yeah, yeah, everybody's heard. Why do you think we're out here? Perfect. So why are they there? So you so you know about the Bard's Rebellion? Yeah, everybody does. Don't be dense. I'm not dense. I am the Bard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, and is he the Rebellion then? <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's good. Um, actually, well, yeah, part of it. <laughs> Trust me when I say he's fiercer than he looks. Hey, Darwin, get up here. <laughs> this guy doesn't believe me. I poked my head through. <laughs> what guy? You see some humans, halflings, an ogre, all stopped in the middle of the road, having a nice chat with Aranus. They do not look friendly. He doesn't think I'm the bard of the Bard's Rebellion. What? <laughs> Is he blind? Maybe. Or Can else... he hear? Yeah, Ma- maybe he has poor hearing and can't hear it. <laughs> I'm thinking, though, that we may have to prove it to him. Hey, if you want to put on a show for us, that's fine. We like music. I'm talking about getting you to leave by force. So you can either go, or we can make you go. We're not leaving without what we came here for. 
In which case, that's all the information we need, right? Like, we're, we're good here. We can like, attack them. <laughs> Dang. Unless you got Valance's head back there with you, you can just wait. Do we have Valance's head? No. Wait, wait, wait. Why do they want Valance's head? To prove that to you're the Bard's the daughter. They don't want his head. They don't actually want his head. Proof that you're who they you want, say you they are. They want proof that I who I say I am. Should have kept those cast mages heads. No, I, they're just up on a wall down the road. I don't have his head. Then let us go about our business, and we'll leave. We'll leave these fine people alone. Oh, good. Just, so you're gonna go right we now. We just want what's on the wagon. Oh no, that's that's not a thing that's going to happen. So um. I shout at him, <laughs> you, you leave these people alone, you filthy, thieving, something. I need a third, I need something else to call him. Some bard can't even think of three words. Filthy thieving, shut up. Filthy <laughs> <laughs> um, thieving thieves. Yeah. <clears throat> leave these people alone, you filthy, thieving, sad excuse for a bandit. And I cast Fisher's Mockery on it. What? <laughs> what I can feel Vale over there just like seething. I get all of the bonuses <laughs> if it's a surprise when the attack happens. Right, I would know that. I would know that. I would know that. So let's, let's go back to what you can be a badass do. and be like, you're dead. <laughs> and I can shoot the crossbow bolt. Finger guns? Yeah. yeah. Those artists gonna invent the finger guns? Just like they do in every like crazy totally like, spy movie totally where they am. just kill him with a finger gun. Leave these people alone, you filthy thieving, sad excuse for a bandit, and I finger guns and let Vale shoot. And I shoot the target his finger gunsing at Alright. Finger gunsing. It's totally a word. So there's one of the humans has been the one talking. So if you want to shoot him. Go right ahead. We'll do this as the surprise round, and then we'll go into initiative. Which means if I hit, it's a crit. Yeah. 21. This man is not wearing armor. Your bolt just flies right through him. Well, right through his clothes, deep into his chest. Roll your damage. Which is going to be... It's going to be a stupid amount of damage. 10 d6s. Yeah, stupid amount of damage. 43 damage. He dies. <laughs> yeah, he dies. The bolt does literally go through him. It flies through his chest and just thunks into the wagon where these poor people are sitting, just covered in blood, and it drips down, and he collapses. Everybody roll initiative. Damn it, I was going to give him a chance to leave before we fought them. <laughs> give the rest of them a chance to leave? Yeah. On your turn, you can, but Vale just... Really murdered somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty high. Hopefully, I'll go for it. Hey! Look at them bandits getting 18 on the die. Liking this new die. Where'd you get your um, dice tray from? The dice tray I picked up from a game shop. I'm not sure if that's considered Burlingame or not. Uh, I got it from Heretic Games. Okay. Just because it looked really cool. It's a. It's from Die Hard Dice. And so are the metal dice. The, die, nice. the metal dice are Die Hard Dice as well. These are from. The Venture Maidens podcast. I won it in a cool little contest they were oh, running. I've seen that, yeah. It's red and gold. It's so shiny and pretty. Okay, we need initiative numbers here. Arnis. 18. Vale. Arnis. 7. Darvin. 17. Okay. First up is the bandits. Damn it. The first thing that's going to happen is two of the halflings are going to jump up onto the wagon. 
climb along the top of the goods and stand right behind this older couple. And they're going to pull out a couple of little clubs, just like short little like one-foot clubs, like a little heavy, just, just to be a menacing threat right there. They're not going to attack them yet, but they do want you to know these people are here too. One of the other halflings is going to start untying the ropes on the wagon to uncover the goods. And the humans are just going to charge the front of, the, of your wagon, and they're going to come at you. They're going to draw old swords, a little rusty, a little knocked up, but they'll work. And you're still just sitting on the front of the wagon, Arnis? Yeah, I haven't, okay. moved, I haven't moved. Cool. They're going to come attack you. Oh, goody. I'm so excited. They're both going to come up to your side of the wagon. They're going to avoid Sam for now. He's not the one who's making all these death threats. 17. Uh, I'm going to shield. Oh, nice. Well, the other guy crit, so he's going to hit you anyways. <sighs> God damn it. But shield is good until your next turn, so if anyone else yeah. you. Yeah, all right. I'm still going to shield. That's good. What does that boost your AC up to? 20. Yeah, if the other guy hadn't crit on this nice new metal die, it would have missed you. So one of them rushes up and just clangs off the invisible magical shield you've put up. The other guy manages to get his sword in before that can happen. It's going to do you four piercing damage. The other human is going to scan the side of the road for wherever that arrow came from. And not see Vale at the moment. The ogre is going to pick up this huge log-looking thing and just start marching towards the wagons. Your wagons. I'm going to go right past you, Arnis. He's going to approach the middle wagon where Darvin is. So is Earl, Earl, and Ulwan. And they are not engaging in this fight. <laughs> not without good cause. Arnis, what would you like to do? Two guys next to you. Speaking is a free action, right? Yes. Okay. I Always. Just, I just want to make sure. Look, nobody else needs to die. No more blood needs to be shed here. Just walk away. We'll forget we've seen you. We'll forget this incident happened. Just walk away. You'll forget you killed Tom? You want to tell that to his wife? That's harsh. Look, having seen what we can do, go. Leave. Do you want to try to intimidate them? You use your action to intimidate. I suppose, yeah, I suppose that's what I'm doing. All right, go ahead and roll for it then. Don't end up like your buddy. (laughs) Oh, that didn't work. Roll a two. Roll a two. What does that come to as a total? Seven. You're right. That did not work. Whatever you have here that's protecting this, like, ding, 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 and he knocks on your shield that you've put up. We're not worried about that. He'll get through it as he motions over towards the ogre who's on the side of the wagon. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? You've got your bonus and move. I'm not going anywhere. I've got people right next to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my bonus action to give... Bardic inspiration. Okay. His head is poking through the front of that wagon anyways. You can totally see him. Inspire Darvin. Nice. Yo, buddy. We got this. What does that do again? It means you get an extra D8 onto one of your rolls within the next ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So at some point, you can add this. You can add mm-hmm. that die to an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Mm-hmm. Nice. Can I do it after, like, if I... Yeah, you so like, the die, look at the die, yeah. and then you can decide to it. I won't tell you okay. if it's a success or failure, Okay, but you can roll first if you gotcha. decide. Cool. Which is great, because, Darvin, it is your turn. Hey, uh, big old ogre with his big old tree trunk of a log is on the side of your wagon. Can I get myself in a position to fight him? 
yeah. without costing an action. I mean, because I'm in the wagon, so I'm assuming I'd have to, like, just move. Movement. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. just your movement. Okay, cool. So I will jump down to a place where I can... <clears throat> right? Do you just want to jump onto the ground on the yeah. side of the wagon? Yeah. Approach him? Sure. Yeah. All right, you're right there next to him. And Took, like, 20 feet of movement, maybe, to, like, climb out of the wagon. Circle nice. around. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to attack him with my sword. Okay. That is a 21. Yes. This is with the acid damage. That's going to come to 12. Not bad. Okay. And you cut into his side and he lets out a roar. Arg! I hurt! Sorry, ogre. Second roll. Ooh, that's a crit though. And he drops this big log in between the two of you and your sword just clink off the side of it. Okay. I will punch him. Yeah, 20. That hits. You quickly juke around this log and... Minimum damage. That'll do five. So you punch him in his belly and it feels super solid. Like He's very muscular. He looks a little chunky, but there's a lot of muscle in there too. And he just turns at you. You see this like semi-toothless grin. Vale. I no longer have stealth, correct? Right. Then I am going to attack one of the bandits that's up front with Ernest, because that's what I'm assuming I have line of sight on. Yeah, you could easily shoot one of them. 16. That'll hit. Sweet. 23 damage. You fire a crossbow bolt and it hits him in the head and he collapses down. He's dead as well. That one human who was looking for you out there in the shrub sees you when you pops up. Got him! Anything else you'd like to do? I'm going to... Now, question for you, Scott Blake. Picking up a handful of dirt, what would you count that as? Is that an action? I would call it a bonus action. If you want to pick up a handful of dirt. That is exactly what I want to do. Okay. Pick up a handful of dirt. I'm going to stand my ground. <laughs> do you know where I'm going with this? Duh. Well, Are you trying to, like, Marty McFly the guy? <laughs> what the hell is that? Yeah. Unless you're just going to start eating this dirt in an attempt to gross him out. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, you want some mud tongue? Yeah. You still want to fight me? <laughs> You want to make out? Ah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> okay, it's the bandit's turn. Let's start with the human who's still next to Arnis. He's gonna try to stab you again. Yeah. He rolled a four. He swings his sword and it catches on the side of the wagon. So he's going to. Ooh, I know. He's going to jump up on the front of the wagon right in front of you. So he's standing on the very front with the horses behind him and you immediately in front of him. Then there's the halflings, the two of them that are on the other wagon with the old couple. They're each going to grab one of these people by the hair and hold up their clubs. We don't want to hurt anybody. Just let us take what we came for and go. You can stop shooting us too. That'd be great. And the other two have now untied the ropes and are pulling off the tarp, revealing just a bunch of, like, crates and some, uh, like, canvas bags. So they like, unassuming hard to be robbing. And then there's the ogre, who does not like Darwin anymore. So this ogre is going to take this very large tree trunk and swing it at you like a battering ram. Sixteen. 
Yes. Damn. I keep with these metal dice. Uh, that's 14 bludgeoning damage. And the force of this hit just knocks you back a good five feet towards the back of the wagon. You stumble back, just doop, doop, doop. You're on your heels a little bit. So you take the hits good. <laughs> and then he grabs onto the covering of your wagon that you're under. And he just oh, starts yeah, ripping at it. He's not breaking anything. He's just starting to tear at the fabric. I can now. He just flashed and washed this thing. If I fix this thing like four times, I need to enchant it so it can't be broken. I don't have anything anymore. <laughs> okay. Arnis, what would you like to do? They're holding these strangers hostage. They're getting ready to steal their stuff. Darwin's getting attacked. And Vale has people closing in on them. I'm going to shout over at the halflings. What exactly are you trying to steal? Or take. Take. I'm going to use the word take, not steal. What exactly are you trying to take? And as one of the halflings is starting to climb onto the back of the wagon, just this, this, this stuff here. Okay, what is it? Food, goods, things we need. Why? Because we couldn't get it otherwise. Oh shit! They're bandits. They're but they're bandits. Don't don't get all lovey dovey over the bandits. They're stealing from good people by using brute force. We don't know these people. Okay, they could be. One of the halflings stops and like brushes his fingers through his curly hair and just like a twinkle in his eye and he smiles at Arnis. I'm just kidding, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I was like, there's no way he's doing that. Still haven't convinced you to leave, huh? Alright. No, you rolled poorly on your intimidation. I really did. People may be dead, but your talk is not scaring them. Apparently not. And they've got big ol' ogre there. You're like casting confusion and a little OP for the fight that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, kinda want to. It could also confuse the halflings into hitting the innocents, too. Yeah. Uh... It's true. How about blindness and deafness on the ogre? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do that. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. What and would you like to do, Aris? I would like to cast blindness on him. Nice. On the ogre. <laughs> uh, okay. How, um, this is the problem I'm having, because he might just hit the wagon. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. You don't shrink, do you? <laughs> it's reduce. And I know. That is not a spell I have access to. Thank you. Matter at hand, Aris. What would you do? Um... How far away is, like, the farthest part of this person from me? Like, 40 feet, maybe? Okay. They're not that far. The one that's going after Vale. Okay, I want to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on the ogre. Yes! Laughing ogre. <laughs> All right. What happens? Um, I tell a bad mom. <laughs> hey, ogre. Knock, knock. He's <laughs> there. Ogre. Banana. <laughs> Banana who? Knock, knock. <laughs> All right, does, does he make a save? Oh, yeah. Please tell me. Uh, he makes a wisdom saving throw. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you didn't get through a bad joke. <laughs> what happens? I tell a knock-knock joke. No, I mean literally. What do I need to do? Oh, sorry. My bad. Uh, he rolls an eight. Yay! So he fails. He but falls down just, laughing. There's, but there's no door. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and he falls down with a loud thud laughing. Rolling on the ground in front of Darfin. <laughs> Anything so, else? Does he get to save again on his turn? Yeah, at the end of each of his turns. Okay. I can attack him, right? You'll have advantage when you attack him, but I believe he'll get to save again? Or does he just automatically break out of it? You can make the wisdom saving throw again. Oh, okay. If you take damage. Yeah, he's on the ground laughing, so you... can you... attack him, or you can go save the people in the cart. Mm. Yeah, so it's probably the cart. Incapacitated. Alright, Darvin. 
The ogre fell down right in front of you laughing. Just after he knocked you back. How far away are the... What are they on the card again? Halflings. Halflings. A couple of halflings. Okay. How far are those? Can I get to them? Yeah, you can get to them. Especially with your speed. 45? Yeah. Yeah. You can reach them. Alright. I'm gonna go attack a halfling. Alright. Leap over this ogre and rush towards the other wagon. Climb up onto the wagon wheel from the side. And swipe your sword at a halfling. That's a 19. That's gonna hit. Okay, so that'll be nice. 12 damage. It's still up. And He's very shocked. You cut me! That hurt! Second attack, also with the sword. Ooh, I am gonna use the 1d8 for that. Ooh, what's on that die? A 5. Alright. So hang on, that'll be plus 7, which is 12, plus whatever this is. 17? Yeah, that'll hit. Some good bardic inspiration right there. Welcome, buddy. Thank you. Now that is gonna do 8 damage. Ow! Again! Ow! Just leave us alone! And a punch. So that's 22. Yeah. Punch him right in his little halfling belly. That will be 6 damage. He just... <laughs> he falls down to the side and he's just lying on the back of the cart. Unless you wanted to kill him. Nah. Done Sorry. enough killing for one. And he's just rolling around like in between a crate and a sack. He's just like... Oh, God, hurts! He's not getting up. Did I reduce his health to zero? Yes. Okay. So I'll take my temps, too. You only get your temps if you kill them, right? That's when you reduce a creature within five feet to zero HP. Oh. So it's zero HP. Okay, yeah. He is at zero HP. Go ahead and take your temps. Nine. Okay. It's one unconscious halfling. And the other halfling who's holding the hair of the other wagon driver... He kind of shuffles to the side like a little bit. It's not his turn. He's not actually, but you know, it's just like, oh crap! There's a guy. There's a guy. There's a guy. He's mean. He's mean. Fail. What would you like to do? There's a human running at you. About how far are they from me? Ten feet. Cool, yo. I am going to close the distance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I throw this handful of dirt in their face, is that considered using an object? Will that count as my bonus action using my cunning action? Because it's a very cunning action to throw sand in someone's face. I know. I, <laughs> part of me wants pun intended. Part of me wants to let it fly for this fight. I don't know if I want to set that in stone for everything going forward. So for this fight, yes. Okay, cool. So I. Oh, wait, wait. I know. Even better. Roll a sleight of hand. There we go. That works. If you succeed on a sleight of hand, this will be a bonus action to use an object. He didn't see it coming. Exactly. Uh, I like that, actually. I like that mechanic. That's a 17 for the side hand. Yeah! He did not see this coming. Okay, and now I'll roll the attack. I'm assuming this is... Well, that's the sleight of hand to throw it as a oh, bonus to throw it as a Yeah, yeah. So, um, do you want me to roll for the throw? Mm, no, I think the throw's going to be on target. I think he needs to make a save. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to figure out which stat it's going to be. Dex. Yeah, sure. Dex. <sighs> that seems right. Got a closer Well, I'm just trying to think if it's him dodging it. Or more of like a con thing where it's just like it doesn't bother him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I see what you're saying. I'll go with con. Maybe it doesn't bother him. Because if he saw it coming, it would be dex. I don't know that bothers him. You throw dirt in his eyes. He's temporarily blinded for the round. Cool. And then I'm going to stab him. With? My hidden blade. Okay. Stab, 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 stab. Because that would be free hand and toss him. Oh, all in one nice motion. Great. 21. That's going to hit. 28. Do you want to kill him? I've been given no reason not to kill these people. 
Okay. Oh my god. You killed this guy, leaving him dead on the side of the road. It's the bandit's turn. We'll start with the ogre, see if he saves, because I think that's going to really be a whole lot of this. Not this time. He continues laughing. Seeing this, the human who's standing on the front of your wagon, right in front of you, Arnis, he's going to take his sword and swipe it behind him, cutting the reins to the horses. And then he's going to leap off in front and... Do you have a, a weapon on you that you can make an opportunity attack with? I do. Uh, you can make one, because he's going to definitely try to run away right now. I have a dagger. Okay. As he leaps down in between the set of horses. That's a 21. That's going to hit. Five damage. Okay. And you get your dagger right into the small of his back, and he yelps out in pain just before he leaps off in between the horses, and you hear him shout to the halflings on the wagon, just hit him and grab what you can. Let's go, let's go, let's go. No, he's stolen our horse. No, he's not taking your horses. Oh, the other no, horse. No, I prevented him from Got stealing it. our horse. No, he cut the reins to slow you down so they can make it get away a little bit easier. Got it. The ogre continues to laugh. The halfling who's holding the, the elderly human by the hair is going to smack them in the back of the head with this club. Yeah, he is. Knocking them unconscious. The other two halflings at the back of the wagon are each going to grab a couple little small crates, like a couple feet in size, and they're going to start running off in the other direction on their tiny little legs. <laughs> but they are going to run, and he is going to, like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go! Um, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Arnis, what would you like to do? That human is just on the other side of the other people's wagon right now. The halflings are about 25 feet in front of them. They're running off down the road. The ogre remains laughing. They left their buddy on the cart. The unconscious one? Yeah, they did. Damn. They don't know if he's unconscious or not. They've seen a bunch of people die. They just assume everybody's dead. They also left their ogre buddy on the cart. They figure he can handle himself if he stops laughing. He's a big guy. They've not had to worry about him before. Can I get from where I am to the person they're not unconscious? Yeah, I think think that can happen. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on them. Sure. And they wake back up very confused. Oh, my head hurts. Oh. Oh. Uh, what happened? Did they get away? Yeah, they're getting away with your stuff. Yeah, they're running right now. With mm. some of it. They look back and they see, like, most of their stuff still in the wagon. They look fairly relieved, but still very scared. Darvin. Far away the ogres that are running. I mean, halflings. From where you're at... The two of them have goods from this wagon are about 40 feet away from you. The other one who knocked this human man unconscious, he's only about 25 feet away. He doesn't have goods, though. No. He's just running? No, he just knocked that person unconscious and ran. Okay. I'm going to run to the two of goods. Okay. You can catch them. I'm going to try and get those goods back. (laughs) I love it. How do you want to do this? Uh, Well, one at a time, right? uh, do you just want to grab on to the little boxes they're carrying and try to yank it out of their hands? Oh, that's a good idea. Or do you want to knock them unconscious and take the goods off of their corpses? Or unconscious bodies? Well, that was the original plan, but now that you mentioned it, I like that. Just remember, you're not strength-based. I don't... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're not behind them and kick them in the head. They're half-lengths. They're also half-lengths. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you, Darvin. However you want to handle this. You can easily catch up to them. Can't think of a dexterous way to wrestle it from the. No, you have to no. rip it from their hands. Which I'm not going to be able to do. So you I'm might gonna... be able to. They 
They're literal. They're little people. I don't want to say they're little people, but they're halflings. They're small. They're all right, it's worth a shot. Yeah, it'd be good enough for all. You've got a fair chance. But they both have something, and I can only do it. They both have time, something, right? Yeah. You can only get one. I giving you Bardic Inspiration again, and I didn't do it. And I was like, nah. All right, so it's I'm going to target the one on the left and chat it. Okay. This will be competing athletics checks. Just to hold on to these crates. Whoever can wrestle it from the other. I have no bonus case. This is going to be great. Fuck. Metal dice in this tray are doing me. I rolled a, a sign. I got no bonus. I rolled a 19. So you reach over this halfling's head and try to yank the box out of his hands. He just tucks it in like a football. Keeps running on his little legs. That's all I can do. Yeah. Bail, it's your turn. Okay. Here's my bonus action to dash after the running running halflings. Yeah, you can do that. How far am I from them at that point, then? What's your speed? Uh, 30. I'm going to say 10 feet. Cool. Then I will fire a crossbow bolt. They're away from Darvin at this point, right? One of them is right next to Darvin. Perfect. The other one is not. He didn't get away from Darvin. He just managed to wrestle the crate away. I'll target the one that is next to Darvin. Okay. Oh, that's an 18 on the die. It's going to hit. 30 damage. Takes this crate, yanks out of Darvin's grasp before he can get a hold of it. Does a little juke maneuver. Turns to run a little bit more. Takes a crossbow bolt to the back and just collapses. (laughs) Poor halfling. Poor, poor halfling. I need to talk to Belle about use of reasonable force. <laughs> you can't go non-lethal with ranged attacks, but... I know. Okay. It's their turn again. The ogre remains laughing on the ground. Everybody else uses their actions to dash and sprint as far as they can go. The human, as he catches up with the halfling who's still alive, grabs the crate from his arms and... Heels off the side of the road. Halfling just keeps barreling up the road. Oh, and there was the, the other halfling who's not dead yet, and you see him run right past you, Darvin, on the other side of the road. Just, ah, Is he carrying anything? Nope. This is the guy who didn't take anything. Got it. Arnis. I'm just gonna shout down the road at, at these two. Like, just let them go. Pick up the box and come back. That's very nice of you. What? Still got their stuff. One box. But it's only one box. And if we need to, we need to, we've got one of them still alive. We can find out where they're going. Yes, that's true. But we're not having this conversation. Obviously not. You're very far away from one another. (laughs) No. And that's that's not something I would shout. No, you're using that spell. I can message. (laughs) I can message Vale. Just stop killing people. Please. (laughs) Just come back here and stop killing people. Okay. Darwin, it's your turn. I am gonna pick up the... It's near me, right? Yeah. It fell right next to you. I'm just gonna pick that crate up and take it back to the people's wagon. Okay. What about you, Vale? They're getting away. They're they're getting away? Mm -hmm. One of them is already off the side of the road. How far is You can't see him anymore. Okay. I can't see him. I have to track him down, so... Go back. (laughs) You do see a halfling running up the road on his little legs. I yell after him. Get better at thieving. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they would have been successful if we hadn't come along. Pretty sure. He gives you a little wave, like when somebody lets you in in traffic. <laughs> and I head back and to Arnis, who told me not to kill him. About 30 more feet up the road, he just cuts off. You've got an unconscious halfling, and you've got an ogre who has 
He crits. He stops laughing. He gets up and he takes a look around. What? What's so funny? I don't get it. (laughs) Oh, that's right. The stealing. The stealing. Yeah, Yeah, that's what we're doing. And he just, with his bare hands, rips open the side of the cloth on your wagon, like peers in, he sees Earl, Earl, and Ulwan. Oh, I didn't know people were in here. Can I just, like, reaches a hand out, like, looking at Earl, Earl, puts a hand on something, like, can I just have this? (laughs) Earl Earl doesn't say anything, so he just, like, grabs a bag of something. Oh my god. Cool. Thanks a lot, Earl Earl. This ogre is big. Yeah. Well, I guess I got what I came for. He just starts walking down the road in the other direction. Damn it, now he's stolen our stuff. (laughs) Whatever. What do you guys want to do? He's still in sight. It's Aranus' turn. I guess we gotta chase him down, because we don't know what was in there. Could have been the boot of holding. I'm assuming you have the boot in your bag. Oh, yeah. No, no, he just grabbed a bag of goods. Oh, so just shit Sam was gonna sell. We don't need that. That's fine. There's probably some food. Give up your own stuff? Dude, okay. Vale's not gonna let us just give up our own stuff, okay? You don't roll over when a thief tries to rob you. Especially if you've already not let them rob somebody else. It's more laziness. Sorry, it's Artis' turn. It is my turn. I think I could knock the guy out with sleep. Try. What's your range on sleep? 90 feet. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just trying to decide if, like, an average roll on 5d8s is gonna be enough. Hmm. If I cast it at second level, I get two more d8s. Ooh. It's up to you. That's not usually how that works. You cast it at fourth level. I'm not doing that. Alright. Cast it at third level, though. Because it's so many d8s. It is so many d8s. It's a big ogre. I hit him a few times, so he's taking some damage. But not much. No, not a ton. I'm gonna cast sleep at third level. Okay. How many dice is that? Um, nine. Nine. I have four. I need all five of yours, That's that's a lot of eights. <laughs> Better add it up though. That's a that's a lot of eights. I see a couple of ones in there, but goddamn, if the other things aren't just all eights <laughs> and sevens, <laughs> this might actually work. Eight, Fifty-five. That's a really good roll. Eight or nine d eights. Nine. Of a possible seventy-two, you got fifty-five. That is really good. And the ogre falls asleep. (laughs) He had 42 health. (laughs) But now he's asleep. Uh, I use all of my move to follow after him. and That's fine. Yeah, he's asleep. He's not waking up. You've got one unconscious halfling on the other wagon, and you've got a sleeping ogre. How long is the ogre sleep for? should tie up that halfling. A minute. So not long. Okay. So you've tied up the unconscious halfling, who's not going to wake up anytime soon unless you do something to heal him. And you've also tied up this ogre, who will wake up very soon. Mm-hmm. We should question the ogre first when he wakes up. Okay. Uh, yeah, he wakes up, like, real fast. Right after you're done tying him, moments later, he comes to... Oh, where's my bag? I had a bag. Where's my... Oh, this is inconvenient. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, this is inconvenient. And he's on the ground. He's on the ground, and he looks up, and he sees all of you. What do you do? So, this thievery band. Are you guys it? Are, are we what? Are you Are you it? Are you all of them? Are there more of you? Oh, I'm just me. 
<laughs> He's got an end of wine. Besides the people, we saw the humans, the halflings, and you. Oh, are yeah, there, good people. Are there more of you? I don't know. I'm just me. They gave me some money. I'm here. Now I'm tied up. Who gave you some money? They did. Who was they? The people I was with. Hey, he's looking for money. He'd offer my job with town card. He's an idiot. But cash could put him to work. Oh, that's a good point. If all he needs is money, cash could put him to work. Although we no longer have that sway. If you walked up to Cash and said, I'm here to work in the town guard, I'm an ogre, I'm pretty sure Cash would be like, welcome to the guard. Probably true. Plus, as a favor to us, he'd probably do it. Cash Morale is still your friend, even if he's no longer employed by you. Right, right. I'm just saying we can no longer be like, hey, Cash, do this. Yeah, you can't order him to do anything. Yeah. The people you were with, who were the people you were with? Farmers, as far as I know. Why do farmers need food? Why are they robbing food is the question. Yeah. Why did farmers need food? Uh, I don't know. They paid me, and then I did this. It made me tell you the question. Where were you? Well, I was over there. His hands, his tight hands, he just rolls a little bit and points to the front of your wagon. I was over there. No, I'm over here. And then I was over there, and he points to the ground. And now I'm here. No, I mean, like. He just looks at you like. Blank face. <laughs> so you need money. Sometimes, yes. Would you like a job? I would like some money <laughs> and some food. The person who runs the town guard in Karami is a friend of ours. And if you mention our names, if you can remember the bard... We would probably have to take him there. Write him a note. I'll write him a letter. Write him a letter of introduction. you never find his way there. <laughs> Give Cashmeral... Can't miss him. He's got two heads. This note, and tell him you want to work in the town guard. Who do you take the other one from? <laughs> he was born with two. Can, can I have that bag? I had a bag. Um, no, that belongs oh. to us. Can I have my log back? <laughs> if you promise that you will take it and use it as part of the town guard, and not against us. It's not going to do that. Remember it. <laughs> I'll give him weapons in the car. I like my log. He's kind of a moron. I love it. That's why I don't think we should give him a log. He's never going to find his way to the town guard unless we take him there. I'm not going back to Harley. It's just, if he doesn't find it, he doesn't find it. But he's not working with these guys. Okay, you wrote that note? Yes. You want to roll some persuasion? Yeah, sure. Does Arnis persuade? Um, I'm going to try. I haven't been good with the talking this evening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be 26. Oh, so I could I could go then. You can give me my log and I'll go. Yes, Karami is that way. <laughs> you see him like, trying to like bust open the rope, just like, uh, uh, little help, please. You're not going to leave me like this, right? I put the note in his hand. Right. You should pin it to his coat. <laughs> With it just says cashmerol. Just says cashmerol on it. <laughs> note pinned to him. And I let him out of his restraints. He gets up, picks up his log, puts it over his shoulder, looks at the note very quizzically. I don't know what this says. Shoves it into his waistband. Walks down the road. (laughs) 
Well, that'll work out. We have an ogre fighting in the town guard. That's not a bad thing. If it doesn't work out, there's an ogre in the countryside. Now let's wake up this halfling. Yeah, we should do that. Cool. You want to heal the halfling? They're out, out, unconscious. They got beat down. Yeah. Darwin punched him good. Yeah. Like, pure wounds him. Wait, okay. wait, aren't we gonna rest? Can't you play a song to heal while we're on a rest? I think that just increases oh, no, the yeah, healing. Increases. Song of Rest like gives you a bonus die when you heal. Got it. You still need to heal. Yeah, you're green an extra one of these suits. And it's a friendly creature. Just have one of those creature. Not yet. True. I'm cure wounds them. Who wakes up? Oh, my stomach. <laughs> Ow. That didn't go well. Are you gonna... Are you gonna hurt me more? We just want to know who you're working for. Working for me? No, like, who sent you? I... I sent me. The the hungry folks back home sent me. Like, who... Okay, why do farmers need to steal food? Because it's cheaper than paying the taxes. To grow your own? We still have to sell food. Yeah? There's still money that has to be made. We can't just, like, eat all our profits. And unfortunately, we're just not making as much anymore. Why are they trading with? <laughs> or why are they not making as much? So, Sounds like the king is overcharging them. Yeah. So, either you're, like, the worst farmers in history... Well, we're not great. <laughs> I'm not getting into another business. Because <laughs> you're not great business either. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Or you're being gouged. We, we either feed we, we either eat the food we grow and then can't pay off our land and get kicked off, or we pay the extra taxes and get to keep our land and try to grow food. See the bind we're in. We have to sell more to make more. It's less for us. Sucks your ass, Mark Piggy. <laughs> I. You know that Arnus isn't going to be back, right? Like, you know that? I know. I know. Yeah. Is there a reason you're committed to staying where you are? Like, why not just leave? Go somewhere else? Go where? Do what? Well, I mean, you could still farm. You don't have to farm where you're at, and, like. <sighs> you're going to give us some land? Pandu. I'm I'm confused as to why your land is so expensive. Is it that expensive everywhere? I'm not a farmer. I don't know. You have to enlighten me. Talk to me like I'm eight, because I don't understand. The land's the same. It's the taxes on the food we make that have gone up. So instead of trading with... Instead of trading with the king's cities, trade with the free city of Karami. (laughs) Free city, he laughs. It's a good one. Oh, it's not a joke. Uh-huh. They're not ruled by the royal family anymore. And when I get caught selling to traitors? Well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Look, I'm trying to give you options here. I'm trying to give you an option for not having to rob innocent people, which you all aren't very good at. You know, learning. Your muscle's gone. You also just lost your muscle. He went to go work in the Karami Town Guard, maybe. <laughs> he doesn't get lost. <laughs> <laughs> he, he maybe he maybe went to do that. We're not sure he's gonna get right. there. He's got a note <laughs> that he might forget about and use his toilet paper. <laughs> oh gosh, you know he can't read, right? Yeah. Oh. He doesn't have to read the note. He just has to give it to somebody. They can read it. 
Okay, hope he remembers. He'll probably use it as toilet paper. <laughs> 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 can't even get through that sentence without laughing. So, can I go now? Um, I... Don't rob any more people on the road. Uh, okay. I do not believe you. <laughs> Not gonna rob any more people on the road. <laughs> Pull them off to the side of the road, and then I'll rob them. You're worried about trading with traders in Karami, but you're you don't fear for your own safety if you get caught robbing people. Well, what if it worked? I would have had some some food and some clothes or some tools or something. That'd but have been good. If it would have gone worse, you could have been like your friends. As I point to the three people I've killed. Uh, he looks very sad. Just hangs his head down. That's all Vale has said the entire time. I'm not sure that selling to Karami is worse than what just happened to you. You didn't have to kill anybody. You didn't have to rob people on the road, either. Okay, we're arguing with this idiot at this point. Vale's all right. All right. sheathing their weapons and going to sit back in the I'll leave you alone. I promise. Can I just go? I'm going to do something for them, but I don't. Yeah, no. But, but I'm Me like, too. but I don't know what to do. Could, I mean, you don't have control of the town anymore. You could have said, you know... Farm for us and we'll protect you, but don't have that power anymore. They probably would. But yeah, that's something else that requires that power. Or you could suggest he go to Karami and petition to become a citizen and then be protected by the guard as a citizen of Karami. But at this point, you're getting involved in this dude's life and we didn't even have to. We could have just walked away and left him untied and and tied up and unconscious, or even just unconscious and untied. Well, if there's a rash of robberies going on, which it sounds like there all. is. No, no. If there's a rash of robberies and it's because people are too poor because the king is raising the taxes to pressure them and they're not allowed to trade with us, that's a problem, right? That's a problem with the larger government that I don't want to deal with right now. We have gods we have to kill. Well, that's true. Because those are We're the not larger, going to kill a god at level 7. We're also oh, that not attitude. going to tear down an entire... <laughs> Not with any attitude. At level seven. Well, not with that attitude. Just wanted to kill people. (laughs) All right. Let us all pick up this halfling, set him on the side of the road, leave him tied up. Sayonara. Your friends will come to find you. Someone will come to find you. (laughs) Take this stick. (laughs) You whittled something, right? (laughs) Sure, I'll give him something. I I pull a crossbow bolt out of one of his dead friends, break the end off, and ram it into the ground in front of him. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> and then I get in the back of the cart and go, let's go. Alright, as you put this halfling on the side of the road, the older couple in the other wagon, thank you. Thank you for stopping them. We've just gotten from Borges, and we need to get this stuff out to market. I'm glad you saved it. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. I was already there going to be mad for killing somebody in front of it didn't leave them feeling good, but they're just citizens. They're just people. Like, even if they were mad, there's nothing they could do to you. They're more just shell-shocked a little. I they got should, attacked. I it's should rephrase. Fight. I was worried we did more harm than good. Oh. Psychologically. That's probably true. That may be true. But hey, you may never see them again. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Get back on their wagon and... Whoosh, whoosh. Their horse trundles off past you like, in the opposite direction. They're heading south. Damn, we should ask them for a box as a service charge. <laughs> Is there charging people for saving them now? 
It was a joke. It was a joke. The Darwin said. But Darwin was joking. I guess we've got some repairs to make before mm-hmm. we can get moving. It's just a tear in the side of the cloth. And it sounds terrible. to one of the horses. Oh, yeah. That's true. Shouldn't have mentioned that. Because I got away with it. Okay. Sam will just tie the leather of the reins that were cut together. We can replace that later. We're almost there. We'll get to Borges soon. Trust me. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash Dibber Music. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter at Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.libsyn.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. We live in the darkness, between the twilight of dusk and dawn. Magic was once part of us and us part of it. Then the gloom, a bodiless form of fog and cloud, began to consume our lands. The magic that remains is fading. The power and glory of its rivers and seas became beds of dust and death. We have come to accept this existence. It is all we have known. It has become a part of us. In darkness we live. We endure. We survive. Midnight Kingdoms is an actual play podcast airing September 17th. Find us on midnightkingdoms.com.